the protectors of the wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to help our world through this crisis. Episode number 20, Every Small Thing Matters. Phoebe takes the risk and goes for what she wants. When Phoebe awoke the next morning, she sensed the day ahead with excitement, like an animal sniffing a fresh breeze. She dressed in her newly washed clothes and entered the kitchen for coffee. What's up? Penny was spreading flour on a large board on the kitchen table. Something. I don't know yet. I need a job. Well... Good luck. Phoebe drank her coffee on the front steps, trying to plan her day. So, George is actually not working at the toy store. He's working at Scudder's. Gilligan let him go. But did Gilligan just get fed up with him? Or is he preparing to sell the store? Or is he... Just cutting costs. I might approach Gilligan better if I knew the real situation. But but who can tell me anything? Hmm, maybe Jim. And then I could see Jeremy again. It's too early for the toy store anyway. She finished her coffee, left the empty mug sitting there and headed off down Main Street toward Jim Trimble's gas station. The breeze, the blue sky, the big fluffy clouds, the whole world seemed alive with energy. My knee feels a little stronger, a little firmer. I'm on the right path. She swung open the office door of the service station, and there was Jim, sitting at his desk reading a newspaper. Well, Phoebe Hood, you're back. Got a little time to catch up? I was just feeling a little bored. Nobody's coming in. I'm not pumping any gas. A nice summer's day is coming on. With uh, Jeremy here working on the cars, I've got time on my hands. He works nonstop. I can't get him to socialize. As if on cue, the young man in the thin, stained, faded red jacket and tight jeans appeared at the inside door to the garage. Hey, here he is. Hey, join us for a minute, Jeremy. I was just telling Phoebe you're an artist at fixing car engines, but I can't get you out to meet anyone. Jeremy looked down and seemed embarrassed by the attention. He was clearly too shy to start a conversation. 7-Up, Coke, Ginger Ale? I already know Jeremy will take a Coke. He put a few coins in the machine, pressed a button, and a Coke came sliding down the slot. I'll take a 7-Up. Popping their cans open, 
They took a seat, Jeremy on the old couch and Phoebe on a chair near the desk. So what's new? How do you like Middletown? I've always loved Middletown, but I'd like it even more if I had a job. Giving up school already? Well, right now, I want to work. I want a job here in Middletown. But you're not interested in cars. You know me, Jim. I could never understand motors. I'm not sure what I can do. Jim smiled, almost laughing. Oh, come on, Phoebe. We all know what you can do. Should do, in fact. Jim suddenly had a strange glint in his eye. You might be in just the right place at the right time. Why don't you go into town and talk to Gilligan? He's had that store from your parents for, well, let's see, um, almost nine months now? And he needs serious help. He should have learned what to do by this time, but, you know, that place used to be jammed. Nobody goes there now. People drive to that new place in Half Moon. But that's just the trouble. There's probably nothing to do. And no money either. Oh, please, that's why he needs you. He used to have George Thompson working there, and they both sat around doing nothing. George would bother him with big plans, but Gilligan would never follow through. They started arguing and getting on each other's nerves. Jim looked Phoebe in the eyes. I'm telling you, Gilligan hasn't the faintest idea how to run that place. Unless he hires you, he hasn't a chance. I'm afraid he won't see it that way. Um, have you asked him? Phoebe turned and stared. There was something soft but penetrating about Jeremy's voice that took over the room. The reason I bring it up is that I was thinking of myself. I'm afraid to even ask Jim here for a job. What are you talking about? You're already working. Yeah, but I realize I want to stick around after summer. I'm tired of college and my hometown. Hmm, I don't know if I've got enough work month in and month out. We'd have to drum up more business. Jeremy looked at Phoebe. You see... That's my point. You've got to drum up some business. Just give me a chance. What I wouldn't give for just a chance. Jeremy smiled and turned to Jim. That's all I need, too. Just a chance. You know, I was already thinking of talking to Gilligan. I stopped by a couple of times, and it was closed. I'm afraid he sold it. Yeah, it's true. A lot of businesses changing hands this past year. But I've heard nothing about the toy store or the gift shop. Don't give up, Phoebe. Give it a try. I will. I just needed a push. A little confidence. I'm going to do it. And you too. She gave Jeremy a little playful punch in the arm. Do it. Jim stared at the two of them startled by the changes taking place right before his eyes. Don't forget my party Friday night. You come too, Jeremy. Jeremy smiled and waved, and Phoebe was out the door. Good luck! Time has flown by 
like the wind in the trees who knows where it comes from where it's going you can't see when you were a child it seems like yesterday the years have gone by like an afternoon at play how do i long for your glowing face like a love that i have lost please give me peace before i'm torn apart i'm just one of many Keeper of the world we love, and can it live forever in the life above? Long ago, you asked me, How can I know? And when it's all over, where does it go? I just can't leave it. To the winds of time I will hold it in my heart Wherever I may be Down the line Please give me Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, www.protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.